the Honest to God series with Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very, very welcome. I am Ahanu and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. People are demanding answers. Basically exposing the truth. For us to explore in more detail today. This is the time period of truth being exposed of all the unhealed stuff coming out. So make sure you tune in. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now. You are all very welcome. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. And we are bringing to you today the first of our soulmate secrets, the keys to unlocking your relationships. This is the first of three modules. And in this module, we're going to start by giving you a little bit of background about ourselves and why we feel very qualified to teach this particular subject on soulmates. This was originally a sentient program where we talked about soulmates and then we went into the importance of twin flames and soulmates and all of the importance of that at this particular time period in our growth of awareness. So soulmates are an important beginning to all of that. And many people have soulmates, but don't understand exactly what they are. They also don't understand that there is a progression to these relationships and there is a divine right order involved in it. So we will be telling you a few little stories as we go on through the presentation about ourselves. And we will be finding out about you and what kind of relationships you're in and help you identify what those relationships are. Right. And we'll find that most of us have had soulmate relationships in our lives without knowing it. And you'll see that there's many examples of soulmates in our lives. And we hope that what you'll discover is that your life has had purpose to it in order, a destiny, if you will. And that the people in your lives that have showed up and that have left have all been playing their specific part to get you to move up the ladder of your own spiritual journey. I know for myself that I have had numerous soulmates in my life and it seems like it was just set up bing, 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 Ahana, one right after the other. And I know you tease me about that. Okay. But you have had your own soulmate relationships as well. And looking back on those soulmates, I can see how the ones that worked out, the ones that didn't work out, all had a particular purpose. Every single Soulmate was doing its part to propel me in some way into my life's journey. And that's true of everybody, as you'll see as you go along. So, Ahanu, where do we go from here? We're going to outline what we're going to cover, first of all, and then we'll do our housekeeping. In this entire module today, we're going to look and answer the question, what are soulmates? And inside of that, we're going to delve deep into the irresistible pull of a soulmate. We're going to go down into the soulmates across time and space, and that will begin to make itself clear as we move through the session today. And then we're going to look into this whole aspects of how do you know? How do you know the difference between soulmates? How do you know them and where do you know them from and all of that. And that's going to be a fascinating session for us today. So 
it's our promise to you that we will keep this within an hour. And that includes our Q&A. So the presentation part of this will take 45 minutes. There is no doubt that you will be building questions as we go through. And then at the end, you have that opportunity to ask all your questions and we will do our best to answer them. The next thing about the housekeeping is please no cell phones, turn off the Facebook and all the distractions, lock the door and uh, put the cat out and all of that kind of stuff. Put the kids in the garage. (laughs) Those soulmate children. Yeah, put them away. Yeah. So really all we're asking for here is your attention because we are going to cover a lot of material quite quickly and it is important material. Otherwise you would not have been here. So there's something in here that you need to have answered and it's important. Okay. Next thing is we will have a questionnaire for you at the end. And that questionnaire does involve a little bit of homework. I don't want to turn you off from this right now, but we have spent many years teaching people how to journal and the journaling reveals a lot of information about your particular relationships. So it is something that we want you to take quite seriously and answer the questions, but more about that in a little bit later. Right now, in the introduction that we did in our free webinar, Angel Rose, you will remember that we asked the question, do you know if you're living with a soulmate? And many people said they didn't actually know whether they were living with a soulmate or not. We also asked the question, are you growing or stagnating in your current relationship? And that was a very important question. And it's why a lot of people do sign up for this particular course that we're doing now, because they may be stagnating and want to know why and what's going on, or they may be growing and want to know what's the outcome going to be, or where's it leading me? And these are important questions. And finally, then we want to know, do you believe that you are ready for a higher relationship? And that also is one of the reasons why people are here, because there there are higher callings. And these are the types of questions that we are going to answer for you as we progress through the entire session. So that is the end of the introductions and the housekeeping. Just to please hold their questions till the end. Hold your questions till the end, yeah. So now we're going to go into the first of our three modules, let's call it, in this particular session. And the first one of these is called That Irresistible Pull. And that irresistible pull has to do with that sense of knowing. So, Angel Rose, let's dig into this now and find out where is it coming from when you have that feeling with somebody that I've been with you before. Right. Well, that's a good indication that you've had some sort of a prior life connection to somebody. It is a deep sense inside yourself where you they feel familiar to you. You're wondering, what is it about that person? You can't stop looking at them. You can't stop staring at them. They may not even necessarily be that attractive physically, but there's something about them that is pulling you toward wanting to connect with them. Yes. And that's not just on a physical basis. There's also that type yes. of telepathy that can be going on where you, you sense you know them so well that you can almost tell what they're going to decide or what they're going to do. Yeah, but in the beginning, it's more of a just a familiar pull towards the person. It may make no sense at all. And it could be male and female. It could be for the first time that a woman feels attracted to another woman 
And it might not have anything to do at all with the fact that she's a female. It might be some other sense that they know their person from before. Right. And the same could happen for men. Yes. And it's why a lot of people would say, I don't know what it is, but I feel I know you. I, there's a, some kind of a connection here. And a lot of times it may be past life related. Now, right. Most likely it is. Or they'll say, where do yeah. I know you from? Or have I met you before? Yes, yes, yes. So these are concepts that we will be going into in greater detail. I mentioned past lives and to a lot of people who perhaps are engaged in some religious beliefs may not necessarily want to go there. But as we go through this this session about the irresistible pull, you will begin to understand that there indeed could be past life possibilities with these relationships. So the next thing we want to go into is that sense of the familiarity. And a lot of times people in the soulmate relationships, when they start off, they become relaxed straight away because the relationship is very familiar. It's not like they have to create something from new. Right. The comfort of that other partner mm-hmm. is or ease, familiar. The ease with them. It's, it's, yes, it's easy and it's familiar and it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the timing can be pretty amazing. Okay, so like in my own life, very first time a soulmate type of a person showed up for me, that person recognized me before I recognized them. I didn't really notice it first. And they did. There's just something about me that struck them and they acted on it right away and wanted to know, hey, who are you? Who are you and and how do I know you and what's going on here? But it to the very ease of conversation, um, no judgment, total acceptance, at least in a particular type of soulmate relationship anyway. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Because as time goes on, we will be analyzing some of these and we'll be isolating where there may be conflict or there may be friction uh, or there could be fusion. So we will be looking at that also. And then there's that sense of I love you. I hate you. And or I hate you. Or not, I, probably not both at the same time. No, no, but maybe they yeah, can be both at the same time. Uh, yeah, because you, you will have that sense of, I hate you, but, you know, I can't leave you. I love you kind of thing. Or one sparks the other in some way that mm-hmm. leads to constant conflicts all of the time. They love each other, but they hate each other in a sense. Right. Yeah. Or it gets pretty convoluted when one or the other has other partners and then you go out and meet each other. And then it's like, now what do we do? Yes. Okay. But that's one type of soulmate. That's when it's a lover type of a thing. Yes. There can also be, and we will find out this as we go through the teacher-student relationship where there could really be a lot of hate that somebody is driving me to do this or driving me to learn or pushing me to be better than I than I have been in the past and, and that kind of thing. Or students that fall in love with their teachers and vice versa. And there's big age differences, for example. Right. And then there's a scandal. You know, if they end up in the sack together, then, of course, that's totally inappropriate because there's a minor involved. But it could be that yeah. they were old soulmates yeah. from another time. Yeah. And because of the consequences to something like that, you can really see this I love you, I hate you type of a dynamic mm. playing out. Usually it's the parents that hate them. Right. <laughs> so we mentioned about past life and. This could be the beginnings of past life recall. 
Angel Rose, you've spent a lot of time exploring past lives. Give us an idea of how somebody might answer that question. How do you know me so well from the viewpoint of past life recall? Well, you had that with me. Remember, Ahana, we we hadn't really connected too much. And you had a flash. It was like a flash where you had a memory of me as your squaw. Remember that, Ahana? That's right. And it's one of the first of a soulmate story that we're going to tell you where I had this download, as it were, but it was really, it was more than a download in the sense that it was like a vision, Mm. almost. I could see this movie playing out in my mind's eye where we were on an Indian campground with teepees around a circle and all of that. And there was Confederate, no, not Confederate, um, the Northern soldiers, what were they called? American. The North, that's all I know. North and South. Right. The, the North, well, the ones with the dark blue. Blue, the North. Yeah. The North, yeah. Mm-hmm. Soldiers were coming into the camp on their horses galloping. And it was almost like as if it was a movie that was playing out in my eyes. But I was in it. And they came and they pinned me down on the ground. And you were in the teepee. And they forced their way into the teepee and took you away and raped you. And I was there strapped to the ground and couldn't do anything. And it was the most terrifying, horrible, devastating sense of loss that I had ever experienced. It was a dreadful sense of being incapable of doing anything and not being able to defend you, which was a matter of honor for me too, and a matter for all people in, in that culture. And so that was a very strong past life recall for me. And it made sense when we met, it made sense of where a lot of that familiarity came from. And it made sense of a lot of how I know, how I knew you so well. Right. Right. And I had that with you, Hanno, too. But when I saw you, I just had this, oh my God, he's trouble reaction. (laughs) And I left. No, it really was a sense of actually annoyance. I was annoyed. And I think the reason I was annoyed was because I had just come off of a prior relationship a couple of years earlier. I was just watching dolphins. You know, we were on a boat and I was watching dolphins swimming, enjoying myself. It was so obvious that there was some connection there that I knew I wasn't going to be able to avoid it for too long. So I was a bit annoyed. Okay. In a good way, I suppose to say in a good way. But I also had this familiar memory of you way, way, way back in my mind. Yes. Let's take a quick little studio break here and we'll be right back after this break. Don't go away. Years of research, thousands of profound statements, hundreds of sessions, miles of transcripts, months of listening, a vast archive of personal power and spiritual awareness awaits you. Join worldofempowerment.com today, a members-only website of practical spirituality for your fast-changing world. worldofempowerment.com Ahanu's book, The Reincarnation of Columbus, is his true story of the loss of his first child, his pain and struggle with grief, and the guilt that followed. It forms his entire philosophy of life and is a superb rendering of the unfolding of spiritual awareness. The reincarnation of Columbus is a true epic voyage 
from the pain and sorrow of a father's grief to a new world of empowerment, love, and forgiveness. Get your copy on Amazon.com or on Kindle for $2.99 by searching for A-H-O-N-U or visit http colon slash slash thereincarnationofcolumbus.com. That's all one word, thereincarnationofcolumbus.com. So in us telling you these stories, don't close out the possibility of a past life relationship that's coming around now to be reconciled in some way or something that you both had intended to complete, but circumstances or death or whatever caused it not to be completed then. And some examples of those could be where somebody might have committed to having a child in that relationship and maybe one died or they separated or whatever, and they never had a family together. Mm -hmm. So that could be an example of that kind of thing. So when we talk about that irresistible pull, it can feel like a star-crossed lover. That's right. Something meant to be, very much meant to be. You have this feeling that somehow this connection, this meeting was meant to be. There's a higher design to it, okay, that it's no coincidence that the two of you ran into each other right now. And I will say this, it's a little, little premature, but sometimes we can mistake these meetings as destinies that seem like they're meant to be star-crossed lover type romances when really they're, they're, they have a different reason for showing up mm-hmm. when they do. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into that in a little bit. We will. But it's also where, like this name is interesting, star-crossed lover, because when you see the kind of cartoon images of somebody in love, you see stars in the sky and... Hearts all over. Hearts oozing out. And it's kind of like sailing into the sunset type of an image, cosmic kind of Mm. uh, feeling of it being destined. Yeah. And then the irresistible pull can be so irresistible that people end up in the same family. So a soulmate can be mom-dad relationship, but it can equally be sister-brother or brother-brother, or sister-sister, or cousins, or whatever kind of dynamic would be going on in the family, it can be going on because they are all soulmates. Right, and that's a soul family that comes in together for specific reasons. But every one of the people in the family would have known each other in another lifetime. And oftentimes, soul families or soul groups come in together quite often in more than one lifetime. And they come in for various reasons and they play different roles with each other. You know, one time you could be the parent and another one of your siblings could have been your child. Mm. And now the roles are reversed where now the person who was your child is now your parent. Yes. And there's all sorts of combinations of things that go like that. And they're usually always designed, though, with the sole path of all the people involved. In other words, everybody's playing their part their perfect part for every single person in the family for each person's own soul journey. Yes. So it's pretty remarkable when you can see who these people are and even what role they're playing. Yes. And what you're, what role you're playing for them and what the whole 
purpose is? What's the evolution all about? So we called this session Soulmate Secrets. And you can see now why, because to a lot of people, they may have a, a superficial understanding of a soulmate that whoever you're happy with in your relationship, right? people yeah. say that that's my soulmate. I'm with my soulmate. Right. But now we're introducing a whole other possibility that you could be from the same soul family going back on a galactic level. Mm-hmm. You could have come here to be together again, right here, right now, in this particular incarnation. Or you may have incarnated together on another planetary system someplace and are now here together again. So th- this is by way of opening up your mind to the possibility of a bigger picture in all of your relationships, your mom, dad, your sister, brother, all, friends, friends, teachers, teacher, student, all religious those yes, people, all those different kinds of relationships now. Start to look at them now as we go through this module and we get towards the questions and answers at the end. Keep an eye on your current relationships with that bigger picture in mind. So now, seeing that we've introduced that possibility, we're now going to go deeper into this possibility that these relationships can possibly stretch across time and space. So when we talk about something that is predestined, Angel Rose, we need to go into the possibility that we might have planned these relationships long time ago. Right. And that's exactly what has happened. It's important to mention because as we move along, we'll find that not all soulmate combinations or connections are positive. There are some where a soulmate could be a natural enemy. We'll go into that later. Or you could have a parent who's difficult to get along with, or maybe your parent thinks you are. Or sometimes what do I hear often of somebody who says, I don't know why I was born into that family. I'm I'm the odd man out. I'm the black sheep of the family. Mm -hmm. Okay, but the truth is, is it is all predestined. It is all arranged. And when I say predestined, I don't want anybody thinking that there's somebody up there in spirit who's telling you who you got to incarnate with and what's going to happen. You're not forced into this. This is something that you all agree. You all agree to play specific roles. Not only that, you pick the particular time period you're going to come in, what's going on on the planet, and why would you all come in now, for example. And a lot of that has to do with coming in at particular time periods where the culture that you're born into or the time period has particular openings or opportunities in it where you can evolve, where all the people involved have an opportunity to grow, to evolve. They don't always succeed at that, but at least Mm -hmm. they come in to present these opportunities. Yes. And the hard part about it, I, I just have to mention, is that we can come into these situations not even remembering these people, not even remembering that we decided to meet them at particular times and grow in a particular way, you know, we can totally have forgotten that. And that's part of the difficulty when people are trying to understand their relationships, whether they work well, whether they don't. People who are in endless conflict. I mean, even so far as people who are in the workplace, they may have a very difficult coworker who they just think is so hard to deal with and they just want to get away from them or a boss that they don't get along with. And then on the other hand, 
They could have moved into a job where all of a sudden, hey, the whole office feels like old soul family. I remember, Ohana, when I took a trip and swam with the whales many years ago, it was my first experience of meeting soul family. I had not actually met anybody on that trip beforehand. And yet we all found each other in Miami airport. It was like we all just were drawn to each other to the point where we cried when we saw each other. Oh, I remember you from Atlantis or I remember you from Egypt. And we just it was it was a reunion. Mm -hmm. But there we were going on a whaleboat to work on the grids of the earth together. So you had obviously planned a really old soul meeting. Yes. And you were evolving together and evolving planet as well. So what you're talking about there, Angel Rose, is really a soulmate theme that there was a theme to all that. And that was the grid work. Right. That we had yeah. done planetary work before, obviously. Yes. We remembered each other. We remembered, like I say, being Atlanteans together. We had mm-hmm. remembered being in Egypt. We had remembered doing that kind of work before. Mm-hmm. It was very natural to us. Mm-hmm. And again, I never met these people before in my life, but mm-hmm. yet... I was closer to them than I was my own sister and brother. Soulmate themes could also be where somebody may be fighting a war together, for example. They could be in the trenches together. They could be fighting shoulder to shoulder and one covers the other's back, that kind of thing. And they feel an integral part of that other person. They feel they can't do without that other person equally balanced. Uh, And uh, so this is the kind of theme. But you can also have bigger themes where somebody may be, you mentioned about the black sheep of the family. So you might have two black sheep who are coming together, or you might have particular races of people coming together or different colors or people who find themselves, say, if they were English or Irish or Japanese living together in a foreign country and they meet somebody who becomes their soulmate because the theme is exploration, maybe. So you'll find these common themes is the point. There's also the theme of personal growth, though. And we will get into that as we move along in the series. Every single soulmate or person, you know, really, I would probably actually say, Ahano, that 98% of the people you meet in your life, you've known before at another time. Yes. You know, you arrange it. So, you know, what you really want is you want soul evolution. And everything is perfect in the sense that you could have had particular challenges in other lifetimes that you didn't overcome just as a person in your own right. and you can attract soulmates into your life where they've agreed to come and help you move through that challenge in yes. some way. So they're there to promote growth for you if you can see what they're for. And that could be the antagonist too. Mm-hmm. That somebody could be your antagonist, whether it's a husband, wife, brother, sister, somebody in the workplace. They could be actually doing you a big favor. And this is one of the secrets we want to bring out too, that all these relationships when you look at them from this perspective and bring understanding to them, they start to make sense mm-hmm. that you could easily end up being very grateful to an antagonist because they've helped you grow to the point where you're able to now say no or stand on your own two feet or make a better decision. Right. And those are really yeah. hard challenges. But I've also had soulmates that showed up after I had gone through tragedy or something really hard in my life 
And all of a sudden, a soulmate that I never met showed up in my life. And they weren't meant to be romantic, but they were Mm. meant to help me through that. So it was perfect timing. Or what about when animals show up for people? Uh, Like for myself, deer always show up for me when I'm Mm -hmm. hurt or I need my faith restored. Or what about people who's like a puppy came into their lives suddenly or a cat was given to them or showed up at their doorstep Yes, right when they needed to have that animal in their home and the animal needed them. They needed the animal, yes. but animals can be soulmates too. Yeah. That's another little interesting twist to all mm-hmm. of this. So now when we look at this whole possibility of time and space, how is it possible that with all the millions and billions of people on this planet, and let's just look at earth, only right now, how do you find one another? How does one soulmate find another amongst the millions of people and the millions and myriad of circumstances and synchronicities and possibilities? Well, we're going to leave you wondering about the answer to that until next week. We're going to go through a little summary of what we've covered today because we've covered a lot, actually. And we want to get a good understanding of that before we move into our other modules. And we started with that irresistible pull. And we talked about how you know these people in your life and that sense of how do you know me so well? What's going on? We emphasized the importance of drilling down to understand how you know me so well and Look to the pointers like it feels like it feels familiar. It feels comfortable. And then we talked a little bit about going across time and space for this understanding. The possibility that these relationships are predestined. Make sure you do tune in because we've got another half an hour of intriguing questions and answers all about this subject. Until then, bye from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.